Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is Friday, May 29th, 2020. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Jason Matheson, along with Don McLean. Let me be blunt, right, uh, very direct right off the top of the broadcast. Uh, we are having technical difficulties getting Alexis. Uh, and Kenny, um, uh, both are connected by uh, internet, and uh, streams are down. Uh, as you can uh, imagine, there is an increasing amount of cell service that's being used. Uh, cell towers are, are are being maxed out, and unfortunately, both are connected to our show mm-hmm. uh, via the internet. So we're going to try to work that out. But in the meantime, thank you for being here. As I said, it is Friday, May 29th, 2020. 601 is the time. And it is another morning in the Twin Cities where if you look up into the sky, you can see flames and you can see smoke and you can feel the pain in our state. And it, it's just indescribable. It's absolutely indescribable. I, I I feel like this is I've never, not real. No, I've never seen anything like this. Um, you know, I'm from Missouri, so we, in 2014, with Mr. Brown, had the rights in Ferguson, and it does feel like that. But this is worse. This is more extreme, just with what's happened overnight. And if you have just woken up and maybe you didn't know what was going on, Maybe you can recap what's happened overnight. Yeah, it is. An, it was another day, and I want to emphasize two things. All of this began, the violence started on Monday when George Floyd was killed uh, when an officer put his knee on his neck for nine minutes and let him die. That's when the violence started. And almost every day since, peaceful protests have started the evening. And by the end of the night, uh, the peaceful protests, uh, in some cases, morphed into violent, destructive acts. And last night was another night of that. Um, the third precinct, uh, was infiltrated, was abandoned by the police, uh, taken over by individuals and set ablaze. Um, I think the last count, I saw a number last night, some 
48 buildings or something mm. have so far uh, been set on fire. Um, last night was another day of unrest following a press conference uh, with the Hennepin County attorney and the FBI. And then in St. Paul, the chief of police of St. Paul and Mayor Melvin Carter um, I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that neither press conference uh, quieted the concerns, the pain. Let me use that word again. The pain of the community, if anything, uh, it left even more questions. It left even more hurt, more anger at the senseless death of Mr. Floyd. Um, and parts of Minneapolis. Then the protests spread yesterday through St. Paul. Uh, the majority of the the destruction in St. Paul started in the Midway area. And I want to say it again. This is what just pisses me off. And I'm sure all of you listening, and I know there are a lot of my talkers that were down there taking part in the in what I think is peaceful, beautiful protests. I was out for a run shortly before the mm-hmm. one in downtown started. And I saw young people with signs walking toward the the direction of downtown. And they were just, it was very powerful. And I thought, wait, you know, that is fantastic. And then the beginning of the protest, what pisses me off is. We have Kenny on the phone. We do have Kenny. Kenny, just want to let you know you're connected. Hi, Kenny. All right. Um, Oh, I am. I am. You are connected. You're on the air. Oh, oh, yeah, just, <laughs> I always got to let Kenny I, know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I won't. Don't worry. I won't swear. Yeah. I'll okay. swear in my in my mind, but okay. not through my mouth. Yes. All right. We want uh, to make you a part of the conversation. Yeah, Kenny, I'm glad that you're here. I was just recapping uh, the events of the last 12, 14 hours. And I was saying that, um, I, I, you know, so many I look, I there's not a I don't have a, a one bag of emotions. But one of the things that just it, it really upset me yesterday was. Um, the peaceful protesters uh, that did it that did it such a beautiful way are are uh, the attention is being taken from them and put on uh, the ones that are there just to destroy uh, property and lives. You, Kenny, you, yeah, Kenny, and, you, and that, what what I think I've seen, Jason, and uh, boy, I've been monitoring this. Yes, I, you I have somewhere around two uh, two a.m. It appears that we have professional protesters that have moved into town from out of town and are causing uh, this damage on purpose. And, and from what I could tell last night, they were posing as peaceful protesters to get to locations. And then the gloves came off and the fire started and the glass started breaking uh, and things like that were help- happening. So the peaceful protesters who should be rightfully protesting and we should, you know, hell, I'd be part of them if I wasn't working um they've been compromised we've been compromised by the bad guys yeah and it's hard to tell it's hard it's hard to tell the good guys from the bad guys i i'm with you yeah um you were monitoring you were monitoring it all day yesterday and especially when the protests moved in the saint paul area specifically down university uh the looting at the target near allianz field uh the cub foods the tj maxx uh moving down into saint paul what were you struck by yesterday, Kenny? As you, because you really did. I mean, you were, you were kind of. Tw- it was. A, 
tweeting the narrative yesterday. Yeah, it was a a, a wave, like a wave in a big pool, Jason. Um, They'd go to one side of Target and shut down the violence, uh, and then the other, the west side of Target would be being hit. And it was like that. Um, Police would go to a certain area, and then the areas they just left uh, would get nailed by, by the bad guys. And that's kind of how it went on university between Snelling and, uh, oh, I can't remember the street. Uh, it's Snelling and Hamlin and Lexington and that whole area. Damn. And then, of course, last night in the middle of the night, uh, Big Top Liquors burned down. Uh, and that relit up the whole midway there. And for a while, it looked like it was going to go um, drift over to uh, Allianz. Uh, but obviously, uh, Big Top was just too far away to spread but that's what we saw. And um, yesterday morning after uh, the Jason Alexis show, I went for a drive and I went down to what I, I don't know if I should call it Ground Zero or not, but it was Minnehaha and Lake Street. And I sat in that parking lot in my truck and just looked around. And I don't know if you're familiar with that kind of strip mall complex. Yeah. Where there's a Cub Foods and uh, a Target and a bunch of mom and pop small businesses the only business that wasn't damaged was a laundromat and there was a a big guy sitting out front of it and i'm kind of uh and he was an african-american and i'm wondering if he was there um the night before last protecting his business and they Mm -hmm. left it alone and jason i was there at about 10 a.m and they were still going in and out of a tobacco store they were still looting there and i actually got it on tape and 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 posted it on Twitter. Uh, I didn't really say anything about it. I just posted it and didn't comment. Um, but it, it was shocking yesterday morning, and it only got worse. And I drove up and down Lake Street between Hiawatha and the river, and I took video and still shots of all the businesses. And people were boarding up businesses that had not been hit yet, and, of course, boarding up businesses that were hit overnight. And then all of that was for naught because um, even businesses that had already been hit were re-hit last night. And I think you share my feeling, and Don, I know you do too. I, I said I'm feeling just a, a massive bag of emotions, and, and first I'm, I'm, uh, you know, mourning and and angry and 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 mad at obviously the story the thing we should be focused on right. and that is the tragic death of george floyd right. that's the story that's what's frustrating right. because i can tell you from my own personal experience i was in tears all night with people who don't live here yeah who are focusing on that and what they're saying and i'll i'll be honest with you there's some family members that i might not talk to again yeah because of the things that they said because i was just appalled and I just didn't know that was in their hearts. Yeah. And I yeah. don't know. I don't know if I can. Yeah. Sorry. No. Yeah. Go. It's 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 awful. And that and and it's like that's what we. But that's why I mean these riots. And I I you know I'm careful to use. We're we're trying to be very purposeful with our words and with the airwaves. <laughs> These demonstrations, they don't, Kenny, you know this, Dawn, you, they don't come from nowhere. They come from a postponement of, of justice. Yes, that's so true, right. and that is, that's the yeah. key. It's it's just, this is... This didn't just start. It didn't, because no one's been put in jail for things like this. Officers haven't been put in jail yet with all of them that have happened in the last, gosh, we, we don't even know how to count how many years now. No. You know, I mean... Oh. It's and that's why these things happen, and that's why this is 
this is just an awful time right now. We've got to we've got to band together and and support each other so we can get through this. We hope that you know that we're trying our best to do that yeah. today. I am sorry that I just got emotional no, already. Is, there is no. Um, I, we're going to uh, pause. Kenny, please, if you will, stay with us. And uh, Dawn brings up a very good point. Before we continue the broadcast any further, we do ask for um, uh, a little uh, a little patience with us today. Not only are we experiencing technical problems, but as you can imagine, uh, we're just throwing... Um, we're throwing the whole playbook out today, and we're just speaking from our heart. Uh, we're going to be uh, covering the news as it happens. Uh, as you can imagine, this is a very fluid situation. I actually, when we return, uh, something just happened on uh, mm-hmm. live television uh, 12 minutes ago that I, I can't believe I just watched. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll try to get Alexis on. Uh, we have some guests to bring some much-needed perspective into this uh, throughout the broadcast. We want to hear from you. Um, we're going to do the best we can uh, to utilize the airwaves properly uh, and with respect today. And uh, we appreciate you being here. We'll be back after these words. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Uh, as I said, at the top of the broadcast, we're experiencing some technical difficulties. Uh, as you can imagine, uh, wireless systems are strained. And due to the pandemic, because, yes, uh, if I can just have a moment of levity real quick, I I, I just thought to myself, uh we had the pandemic. We have this senseless uh, death, this murder of Mr. Floyd and, 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 and health crisis in the economy. And I said, now all we need are killer bees. Oh, wait, we have those two. Mm-hmm. I just said, yeah, <laughs> uh, if 2020 can just get over with, mm-hmm. that would be great. Thank yeah. you, 2020. Uh, anyway, we're experiencing some technical difficulties. Um, so uh, you guys <laughs> should know that both Alexis and Kenny connect to us via the Internet. Um, Alexis's signals having some problems. We do have her. We're not sure how uh, this is going to sound. Lex, are you there? Can you hear me? We actually yeah, can hear guys. you. Okay, that actually yeah. sounds perfect. Yeah. So okay, yes. Good morning, oh, Alexis. Good. Good morning. Uh, before I I, I want to get to this, Lex, and then obviously yeah. I yeah, I want to see what you we, saw. We want to hear from you. Uh, sure. Moments before we went on the air, and I'm just going to play it from the start. Uh, CNN correspondent Omar Jimenez uh, was reporting live uh, right at the uh, right, I believe, by 27th Mm -hmm. um, by Minnehaha Lake Wine and Spirits. And, well, the the video will speak for for itself. The audio will speak for itself. This was happening live on CNN uh, about uh, 51 minutes ago. Take a listen to this. Here, there we go. You can move back to where you'd like here. We are live. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline on the air at the moment. Let me paint a little bit better of a picture. Omar, uh, the correspondent is is talking. He's reporting and he's right by state patrol officers who are lined up uh, in this area. And he is now as we pick up this audio, he's asking. They're obviously wanting the crews to move. And Omar, you can hear him asking the state patrol where they would like him and his cameraman to go. This is the four of us. We are one team. 
just put us put us back where you want us. We are getting out of your way, so just let us know. Wherever you'd want us, we will we will go. We are just getting out of your way when you're advancing through the intersection. So just let us know and we, and we got you. And uh, this is a scene here playing out in Minneapolis. This is part of the advanced police presence that we saw come over the course of, of really minutes when the local police showed up at the fire department, or with the fire department, I should say, on that building we showed you that was burning. This is among the state patrol unit that was advancing up the street, saying and scattering the protesters at that point for people to clear the area. And so we walked away. I'm sorry? You're under arrest. Okay. Do you mind whoa, whoa, telling whoa, whoa, me whoa. why I'm under arrest, sir? Why, why am I under arrest, sir? The, correspond oh, the correspondent is now being handcuffed and taken away. The CNN reporter has been arrested. Okay. You are arresting him live on CNN. We, we told you before that we are with CNN. He's being handcuffed. If you're just tuning in, you are watching our correspondent, Omar Jimenez, being arrested by state police in Minnesota. We're not sure why our correspondent is being arrested. Hang on one second, Allison. Let's listen into what these officers are saying. <laughs> They're not saying anything. Uh, and then Omar was taken away. Uh, no indication of why the state patrol arrested him. As you can see, now, I don't, we don't know what happened before that video. Uh, but as you can see, uh, Omar, and I've been in these situations, I've been with crews. They're asking, obviously, they feel like they're in an area they don't want, they shouldn't be in. Uh, they're asking the state patrol, well, where should we go? Where should we go? And, and they didn't say anything, and then they arrested him. So, uh, look, we don't know the full context of it. Were they asked to leave before they went live? Were they, you know, were they in an area that they were advised to not be in? We do not know. I want to be very right, clear that about is, that. That's clear. We, we don't want. We're not going to jump to conclusions. However, very, very, uh, very odd and difficult to watch, uh, especially when they're not saying much of why they're taking the correspondent away. That just happened um, right at the top of the hour. Uh, uh, uh. Like I said, Alexis joins us now. Kenny's with us on the phone. Um, Lex? I happened to see oh. some of that, Jason. Did you? Uh, and then I was watching CNN afterwards, and there was another reporter there. I'm sorry, I don't know his name, and another crew. So they had two reporters, two crews there, uh, and he was arrested. Omar uh, was arrested. And then CNN went on, and uh, I don't know if this is fanning the flames or truthful or, 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 or what, but they did comment and were commenting that uh, Omar, obviously, Brown, the uh, other reporter who is getting along great with law enforcement, uh, law enforcement personnel there, white. Uh, so CNN is diving into that. Mm. I, I don't know what the reasons or the motivations were, but it certainly doesn't look good. <laughs> Well, they're just, they're at a loss. They just lost their, their person on the street, their yeah. reporter. They're probably just yeah. pontificating and in the moment, they don't know what to say. Yeah. You know? Sure, sure. Lex. Understandable. Yeah. And so easy to, to arrest him. Why haven't the police officers been arrested? I think after this press conference yesterday that was delayed, and then all of us, 
I, I don't know how, I mean, we've talked about this, the initial, that there's enough evidence to arrest them. And at the very least, that's what needs to happen. And then when, they, when we did not get that information from the U.S. attorney, from the county attorney, violence just broke out because so many feel unheard. And sometimes violence needs to be met with violence in order for it to change. And that's exactly what is happening right now. Mm-hmm. This is Buildings can be replaced. Materials can be replaced. People cannot be replaced. And sometimes when you're just not heard over and over and over again. I mean, I thought something like this would happen after um, Philandro Castile. Right, right. It's just enough is enough. And and it. it, it and we're already in a pandemic, so you're already feeling helpless and hopeless already. And then I just can't imagine being the mother of a an African-American boy or man mm-hmm. every day worrying, just walking down the street. Something like this can happen. We have video evidence. I mean, at the very least, arrest them to protect them. Yes. At the very least. Well, there- I, yeah, I would want to be arrested at this point. Well, I, right. Well, and there's probable cause. Again, as as Mayor Fry said uh, a couple days ago, if this was any one of us, Come if this on. was Kenny, if this was Dawn, if this was me, there's the, the trial would be the trial. We we could sort out the evidence, but there's probable cause, yes. which in any with for with for anybody else would be enough to arrest him. And every moment that you wait, people can lose their lives. More people can lose their lives. And and what was the delay about? What? Oh, okay, we're up against the clock. Uh, we're going to take a, sm- a small pause. Uh, Kenny and Alexis are joining us. Uh, well, no, Alexis is now uh, full wired in. Kenny's on the phone. Uh, stay right there. We're going to be back right after these words. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. 6.30 on the dot on this Friday, May 29th, 2020. Our conversation continues. Uh, it seems like as I follow, and Kenny, I know you're following as well on Twitter, our buddy Kathy Werzer uh, is, I believe, on the south side. She's in South Minneapolis right now. and she is. Yeah, yeah about a half hour ago, it looks like either the National Guard or uh, State Patrol clearing uh, the area for the first time, uh, marching down, um, marching down, I believe, 27th and clearing the scene. Uh, my, my apologies. Looking west, 30th and Lake, a uh, line of law enforcement uh, marching down the street, clearing, uh, given the order to clear the area or face arrest. Um, right. So, so that happened just a few minutes ago. So, Yeah. The hexagon burned. If you're a South Sider, you're going to be shaking your head at that. It's just a small little drinking music bar that's uh, stuck down there right around 27th and uh, Iowa, um, Minnehaha in that area. That burned last night. Uh, there's something else actively burning now in the same area um, that we're watching from the traffic cams. There are news crews on the scene down there, but um, they're all logoed up. You know, I'm watching Zilka from the Five, and she's got all the blue stuff on. Of course, Eggert's over in St. Paul. He's got all the logos on. So they're being left alone, but it looks like they're staying about a block away from the police line. You know, they're keeping their distance. We're getting reports that they have released the scene in Reporter. Not confirmed, but... uh... 
I, I want to say too, and and I think it's important. And Lex, I know you don't agree with me. I, I always want to reset and reframe the conversation. Um, I, we can't do it enough, especially uh, out of uh, respect for people coming in and out of our conversation. All, all, the violence started with the violent act on Monday, uh, w- with the murder of Mr. Floyd. Um, and, and that's where we, uh, I mean, sadly, we that's what our focus should be and the justice that hopefully will come uh, to Mr. Floyd's family. Uh, now, reframing it there, I will also say, you know, there's other questions from last night that I have. Alexis mentioned the press conference and also mm-hmm. uh, overnight. I, I mean, we. that's not the answer we wanted no well the press conference wasn't at well no it all it did was give us more uh more questions and answers as the cliche goes but also where the hell i don't know if it was a coordinated effort i know that the political reporters in town are fantastic and when the governor has a press conference today i believe at 10 we'll hopefully get some response i'm just going to be blunt where the hell, why did we hear from the leaders of, of these cities in this state for hours on end? I, 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 we didn't hear from anybody. No. I, no. I, I, I was, I mean, uh, the mayor of Minneapolis uh, popped up on MSNBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny, I, uh, uh, Mayor Carter was on CARE 11. I, I saw your report. But we went hours without hearing anything. As the yep, as and, the cities burned, yep, and everybody's crying and screaming that same uh, what you just said, and you're absolutely right. We're left on our own with no information from our leaders. Uh, we felt abandoned. They didn't tell us their plan. They didn't tell us what was going on, um, and and then when they did address. The media, they did not come off well. Our two mayors did not come off well last night. Um, both um, Mayor Carter, on he was on both Channel 11 and Channel 9. And then um, Mayor Fry actually had a press conference. Uh, she's at um, 1.30 or yeah, so, 1, 1 a.m., 1.30. Mm-hmm. And he also came off very, very poorly. Um, he was giving information that um, was proven wrong almost instantly by reporters who already knew a, a lot about what was going on with the closing of the third precinct, um, which, frankly, at this point really doesn't matter um, because what, like you said, Jason, we need we need information from these people. We need leadership. We need guidance. We need them to tell us that, you know, the guard or whatever are moving in. And they're here to protect us. And frankly, I don't feel protected at all, Jason. Uh, I, I step out on my back deck and I can see the smoke billowing my way from a mere nine blocks away. Uh, and, and I slept a few minutes overnight. And every time I woke up, I can smell the, you know, I can smell the, the fires. It, it, this, as far as I'm concerned, South Minneapolis is a war zone and it's only recovering right now. I was going to say, I, I, I... The National Guard, I, I, I look, I woke up, I, I tried to go to bed, and then I was so anxiety-ridden. I, I just couldn't sleep, and I mm-hmm. got back up. I yeah. scared Colin mm-hmm. to death, and, you know, he's in the he's in the TV room, and and I just, I can't sleep, and, I, and I'm scrolling through, and 
I, and I gave Colin the number. I said, well, the National Guard was just activated and, and with 500. And it just, that didn't seem like enough. Right. And, and then my, no. my, buddy, mm-hmm. my buddy, Karen Scullin, fabulous reporter, the Scullin over Lex, you know, the Scullin. Oh, we love her, yes. Uh, Scullin has been reporting, and she had the line, uh, just I think she encapsulated how we all felt. Uh, the National Guard announcement came as... And 15 minutes prior, the third precinct was already, the corner of the building was on fire, and Karen Scullin tweeted, y'all better hurry up. <laughs> and, and, well, and, at that, yeah. and at that time, uh, barring extreme intervention, the firefighters, would it, it was a lost cause. They never would have made it to the building uh, because the amount of protesters. Uh, but it just leaves you in. And these aren't political statements. Uh, I happen no. to I happen to like these gentlemen. I'm just speaking as a resident of this city. What the hell? I mean, I, I, we knew nothing. It's like being. You know what it is. You know it, it, this is a this is a really essy crappy analogy. But it's like I said this before. It's like being on a plane. And you're experiencing horrible turbulence out of nowhere, and you have no idea why, and you don't hear from the captain. All I want to know, I want, I don't care. He can't explain it. He can't tell me why we have turbulence in this particular area of our flight path, mm. but I want to hear from him. You know why I want to hear from him? Because it makes me feel comfortable for seven minutes. Yeah, because you're flying the yeah. plane. We don't know. I Just say something. Say something. I was so di- I was just so disappointed not 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 as a follower or as a, a detractor or someone that supports these guys. I was just disappointed and scared as a resident of their city and their state. Say something. Yeah, we've uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, we we've they've failed us. Our leaders have failed us, and the same can be held for the governor, who up until yesterday I held in pretty high esteem. Uh, but we didn't hear anything from him after his 2 p.m. COVID update. Well, and I'm wondering, was this no? And maybe we'll get again. I, I I'm always trying to see the other side. I, I'm hearing uh, from reporters that I get emails from, or just because I'm in the business. There's a there's a, not a rumor, but there's a possible thing of was was the um, uh, was the no. The no statements, was this a uh, a planned thing? Was this a plan to not? And I'm like, well, that's the crappiest plan I've ever heard. No. If, if this was a coordinated thinking, effort. They're probably thinking, I have nothing really to say right now until there's an arrest or until there's some kind of answers. Well, I, I, I don't know exactly what else. There, what the answer would be other than the National Guard is coming through. And I know that that was announced, but yeah. I mean. I it, it oh man it's just I, I would like it's to, so sad that it's come to this beca- for those who have haven't fe- felt heard yeah and if this is the only way if we here can we take are. a moment also to honor the national guard and the firefighters yes. that are scared to death they're human yes. beings I'm sure that they're scared these are people's mm-hmm. sons that are out there going into a war zone and they deserve some credit I mean they're ordered to do this but it's it has to be frightening yes. and the firefighters as well. And, you know, the police officers that are trying to do a good job as well. Yeah. I mean, because there are great ones. There are. Oh, and if we I was can't a police lose officer, sight in that. I'd be so upset right now. It's just because I saw Kenny and you, I think you retweeted, Don, I'm so glad that you said that. 
because again, and, and ladies and gentlemen, you guys know the four of us. Every time we go on a tangent, whether it's the lack of uh, uh, lack of response yesterday, whether it's the fires, you guys know where our hearts is. That's why I try to reframe. Uh, when we come back, every single time I try to reframe the conversation. The focus should be on George Floyd. Mm-hmm. The focus should be on the uh, on getting justice. The focus should be how to destroy the system that we're in and rebuild it so it works equally for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I try to reframe it every day so you guys don't lose sight of that and know that we haven't lost sight of that. But having said that and having reframed it, I'm so glad that you said that because in the middle of this chaos, I also saw great work by by our fellow journalists showing good cops, cops, Lex, uh, trying different de-engagement, disengagement uh, strategies. One was handing out, I I, I started crying. He was handing out his phone number. He was going up to the protesters, engaging them one-on-one in conversations and giving out his phone number and saying, call me, call me, I'm with you. I Mm -hmm. don't agree with what happened. I do not agree. And I I saw that at the Midway Target. I saw a a couple officers trying various de-escalation tactics, and I thought this is this is it's it's horrible that the bad ones take this take the focus and the spotlight off of the good ones that are really trying to serve us all yeah we have to remember that Absolutely. we have to see all of them as yes you know every you know the reason why this has happened is because at, at this at that moment he did not see him as a person no no he did and not this is the problem is that these are all people. These are all human beings. And that sounds very woo-woo, but they're all human beings and individuals that make up this community. And we have to see them as individuals, not as one race, not as one profession. You know, they're not. That's yeah. the main root of this. It's just. <sighs> Looking at Mr. Floyd as lesser than. It's just less than. disgusting. It's yes, yes. Because you would to expound ne- on what you said, Jason. Uh, I was listening to both scanners last night, and uh, both cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul, the police were making it very clear to uh, do not harass the protesters. They were differentiating and and only dealing with the rioters and the people doing damage. If you were yes. there protesting, shouting, yelling, doing whatever. Uh, you were being left alone um, for the most part. It was the it, it was the people causing the violence that they were going after, and and both um, police leaders on both cities were um, imploring their officers to leave the demonstrators alone and focus on the people causing the problems. Well. Uh, some obviously did not hear. I think, again, Kenny, you were my Twitter uh, maven yesterday. I think you retweeted this. The cop going down uh, Hennepin near the 90s, uh, rolling down his or her wow. window, rolling uh-huh. down his or her window wow. and spraying, spraying a crowd of peaceful protesters. Peaceful. That guy should be in, in jail as yes. far as I'm concerned. That was the, the worst thing I saw yesterday. It was uh-huh. just awful. It, it, no reason for that. No reason. Because no. you know what it does? It's, it just stirs the anger. It stirs the valid anger. This pain is real. This trauma is real. You need to listen. And we are a part of this community. And it's just like, what you, yeah, you see things like that. And you're like, well, yeah. That, yeah. No yes, wonder the I, city is no burning. No wonder. Yeah. yeah. You wonder? Exactly. <laughs> Those people it's that got sprayed went down there, peaceful, doing their, 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 their right. 
to peacefully protest and they get sprayed? For a system that's been so violent to them, I, we have evidence. Here it is, over and over and over again. 6.43. We're going to take a pause. We'll be back after these words. It is Friday, May 29th, 2020. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, it is 7.02, and it oddly even feels weird just to say good morning. Um, but uh, we are here, and uh, we appreciate you joining us uh, this morning. Um, if you're just tuning in, uh, it goes without saying this is going to be a different, a very different broadcast today. Things that you usually hear on Friday, you won't be hearing. We're going to be joined uh, by some guests uh, throughout the hour. Um, Matt Belanger will be calling in um, at 730 uh, to not only uh, give us the latest from the crews uh, on Five Eyewitness News, but also uh, we want to definitely get an update. Um, Matt experienced uh, hate of a different variety, as you guys know, uh, that made national news a couple weeks ago. So we're going to check on his well-being. And then in the eight o'clock hour, I'm very excited, uh, and uh, maybe excited is the wrong word. I'm I'm excited about the opportunity uh, to get the perspective of Miss Shannon, who will be joining us. Uh, Miss Shannon, um, Good. yeah, will be joining us for a conversation, which I think you know, Lex and Don and I spoke. I just think it's very important, um, especially as a person of color, as a black woman raising a black son. Yes. Um, to speak to the pain, uh, to the unmeasured pain, um, the collective pain of what this means, what what the murder of George Floyd really, what what it means to her. She can speak from the heart better than most, and she's a voice all of you trust. Um, I have mail, by the way, and my my prescriptions <laughs> yeah. in at Walgreens. Don I got okay. no, If gotta. you need to feel the 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 need to lighten the mood for one minute, please I... let's do it now. Let's do it now. Okay, yeah. let's oh. talk about news anchors on the air without a script. Oh my God, it's been so long since I've seen true pros at work. First of all, Julie Nelson. Oh my God, girl, you are unbelievable. Yeah. You are really good flying blind. And then Jason, your buddies at the four, the married couple, Amelia oh, and Frank. What, what a pleasure watching them. I watched them right up until I finally had to crash. Those two are so good and so honest with each other and us without a script, and they're winging it. And Frank's getting information, kind of, you know, kind of a little bit wrong. And Amelia's calling oh, on, yeah. him, calling, uh, calling him on it. And it's so fun. They're just so, so good. You can really see who the true pros are uh, when they're sitting at the desk without a script. It, it was amazing to watch last night. Uh, I, and and reporters, like you said, oh, my goodness, we've got some great reporters yeah. in this town. Skullin, oh, uh, Beth at, at the five. McDonough. Coles and they're the putting five. their lives on the line as well. Absolutely. They, and they I, was tweeting, I was scary. tweeting. I was very, uh, tweeting, very, not tweeting, uh, texting very mean things to Coles about, you know, head on the swivel, eyes, you know, looking around, and he's like, yeah, whatever, dude. And then finally at around midnight or so, he goes, you know what? We need to move. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no bleep, Jay. Get out of there, yeah. dum-dum. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it was really interesting watching TV last night. I will extend our brief moment of levity that I think we just need a break. There's only so many Kleenexes in this studio, but uh, I will extend it for just a second. Uh, Kenny, uh, 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 let's just focus on Amelia. Uh, uh, Dopey Frank, we don't need to uh, uh, pump him up anymore. We don't. You're he's, so good he's, together. <laughs> no, I love you, Frank. I rolling him all I, night. Well, it's like being at their kitchen table. Kenny, that's that's what it's like in the Amelia Santanello Vasilera house. So it's so fun. It was uh, oh, art is imitating very relaxed. It's uh, <laughs> that's the way that's, it is. That's on hill. Okay, yeah, yeah you're just like me. No, they uh, were so serious, but they really lightened my mood just because the way they interact yeah well i will extend on that and turn it into a compliment i know it's fashionable and look we make mistakes and when i say we we in the media oh. um and yes but but we admit it we do retractions when newspapers make mistake they do retractions when news stations uh make mistakes with facts they make retractions um yeah. I, and i know it's fashionable um, and, and in some circles, it's it's celebrated to bust on the media. But Kenny, I'm so glad that you said that for a second. I know the the coverage isn't perfect. I know sometimes there's uh, uh, unjust attention focused on the violence and not recentered back on Mr. Floyd. Um, yeah. Having said all of that, I will tell you, everybody, trust me when I say this, uh, because uh, when I gave my birthday shout out to Shelby a couple days ago, um, I said it then. Guys, we're very lucky. Uh, Lex knows this. Dawn, in your five years here, you probably know this now. Kenny knows this from living here forever. Guys, even with our, uh, even with the, the mistakes that are sometimes made, even if you don't like this particular angle or this particular angle, guys, I've traveled all across the country. I know the caliber of reporters. I know the caliber of cr- coverage in other local markets. I'm not disparaging other cities. Guys, we are really lucky here. We are uh, we are very lucky. We have great seasoned journalists here, TV journalists that, as Dawn said, are trying to bring us, you know, when and I don't mean to be bitchy, but when our leaders aren't tweeting or telling us anything, um, people tune to local news, Uh, whether it's five here as we sit here in this building and Beth McDonough, who I've known for years. Uh, yeah. Or uh, Julie, or uh, Santanello Vasilero Santanello, or my buddy Scullin. Um, they're all doing their best. Uh, you know, they're oh, shut up, Siri. Um, they're all doing their best. You know, Scullin. You know, Scullin's a, a, a mom. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 and, and yeah. uh, Scullin's been doing this for years. And that woman was down there. She wanted. She she wants to be right in the action, and she's putting herself in harm's way to give you pictures and and give you video and 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 Wurzer. Jeez, jeez, Louise. I mean, it's not fashionable to promote another show, but Wurzer's right down there right now. Uh, my point in this is, it's not a rah rah media thing. Uh, but as we take this brief respite. Uh, from from talking about the despair, um, there is a positive. We're, we are lucky to live in this city. We do have some good journalists uh, in this town. Adults, as a friend of mine said, they were watching local news one day and they said, y'all got some grownups on the news. And I said, yeah, we yeah. do. We do. Yep. So. I, have, um, a, I have an email from a listener who always participates. And, uh, and I would like to read this Martin Luther King Jr. quote. This uh, thank you, Sheehan Jawa, Jawa, Jaya Wardenia yeah. for sending this. Martin Luther King Jr. in 1967 said this. I think America must see that riots do not develop out of thin air. 
Certain conditions continue to exist in our society, which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. But in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is what is it that America has failed to hear? It's failed to hear that the plight of the Negro poor has worsened over the last few years. It's failed to hear that the promises of freedom and justice have not been met. And it has failed to hear that large segments of white society are more concerned about tranquility and the status quo than about justice, equality, and humanity. And so in in a real sense, our nation's summers of riots are caused by our nation's winters of delay. And as long as America postpones justice, we stand in the position of having these reoccurrences of violence and riots over and over again. Social justice and progress are the absolute guarantors of riot prevention. And that was said in 1967. How have we changed? Not a lot. It is 7-11. We're going to take a break. And we'll be back after this.